we speak to motivated and driven individuals here on the Glenzero Super Drive. And today we're speaking to a 29-year-old Eastern Cape school principal. His name is Abongamze. He's being held a hero after steering his under-resourced rural school from a 28% matric pass rate in 2018 to a very impressive 88.6 in 2021. He's on the line to talk to us about it. Hello, Abonga. Hello, 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 Nancy. Listen, you are so impressive. I feel so honored to be speaking to you today. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, maybe say greetings to you and also greetings uh, to the listeners at large. Thank you. Abonga, tell us, when did your teaching journey start? Uh, my teaching journey started uh, in 2015, uh, mm. where I was employed at one of the uh, schools that is in Solo, that is Katim Kasa, where I was employed to teach math and physical science. But I don't think it started then, hey? I think your teaching journey started when you were still in matric. Didn't you used to have after-school maths classes when you were still in matric? Yes. At that time... Uh, what happened is, at 2008, I was doing my grade 10. Uh, so mm. what happened is, there was this new teacher that is coming from Ghana. So what mm. happened is, many learners did not understand him. So I was one of the learners that uh, could understand what he was trying to say. So many learners, afternoon, could come to my place and then say, let me, let, let me explain them what the teacher was saying during the day. So it started like that because it was a small group of my friends, but wow. as time goes on, it increased and increased, and then many people were starting to come to my classes. And then it ended up when I was doing grade 12, whereby I had a full class whereby there were many learners that were coming from other schools also to my school for the assistance of math. And then I, it's where I saw that, mm. okay, Definitely, I have the passion of being a teacher. And then they were also telling me that one day, maybe you will be one of the best teachers. And here you are. Listen, yes. fast forward 2021, and you are being uh, handpicked by the district education authorities um, to, to come and teach at the school you're at now, right? Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. Uh, in 2019, I was employed at Nwala Senior Secondary School. Uh, mm -hmm. I was employed now to be an HOD of Maths and Science because in 2018 they had a very, very difficult challenge with dealing with Maths and Physical Science because I, I believed Maths was 0%, Physics was 0%. Yeah. So they had to look now for someone that is a specialist in Maths and Physics. So as I was the one in my district, so, uh, so I got that post. And then my first duty now was to make sure that at least I improved those learners so that they, at least they improved Maths, improved Physics. Uh, of which in 2019 they got 35 in maths, they got 40 in physics, and that was the beginning of this beautiful chain. I mean, Abonga, 0% pass rate, right? Ukalapi, what changes did you bring about that helped you attribute the success that you are seeing now at your school? All right. First of all, when I arrived here, I look at, okay, this is, these are the deep, deep rural areas. Mm -hmm. So the, ma the major challenge I notice is that these learners don't have time to revise because they are two apart when it comes to the location. So the first thing that I introduced, I introduced afternoon classes whereby after school they had to leave, to be at school. And then I, I introduced what we called ILIMA, whereby there is incubation. Friday up until Sunday they had to stay at school so that they will have a lot of time to revise. They had a lot of time to look for previous question papers. They, they have a lot of time to learn almost all the subjects so that 
at least they they will be in one place at frequently. Okay, I don't want to put you in a in a bad position, right? But I do want to talk about because there were other teachers at that school before you came. Do you get what I mean? And there was yes. that 0% pass rate. And yet you came and you changed things around from 0% in, what, 20, when was it? Uh, when you 85. came, 2019 to 2021, 88.6. What do you think were some of the challenges that those teachers faced maybe that they couldn't um, cultivate the same results that you did? Um, I think for me, it was coming with the strategies that will benefit these kinds of learners simply because they are dealing with the learners that are coming from rural areas. Uh, so uh, I think for them, they failed when it comes to getting the strategies or any of the methods that could mm. assist these children. Because when you are dealing with these children, the first thing that at least you must do, you must check first what kind of strategies must I use so that at least I will make sure that I will assist them. Because just teaching them is not enough. You must make sure yeah. you must make extra time so that at least they get the results that you want. And then for parents, how can they assist their children to improve, you know, subjects that they, they, they kids are struggling in? Uh, when it comes to maths, maybe, uh, simply because I'm one of the specialists of maths, yeah. maths basically is definitely about revision. So one of the most important things that you need to do is to make sure that you have time for your, for your learners, enough or any sufficient time for your revision. Every time you must make sure that every day there is something that is being revised every day. And you must make sure that these learners, they do previous question papers because when you're dealing with these learners, they must also understand the style of these question papers that mm. have been previously been wrote. So that is one of the key elements that I've been doing, create enough time so that these learners will have the opportunity to revise such question papers. And and listen, you've you've your results speak for themselves. Your your pupil population has grown. It's grown from what three hundred ninety two in twenty twenty one to four hundred and twenty in twenty twenty two. Are you able to deal with all those learners? Do you have the capacity needed to to pay attention to them like you'd want to and like you like to pay attention to them? Yes, maybe yes. Uh, we 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 will definitely pay attention to each and every learner, but. There are a few challenges of which that have, we had in APS and the school. There were many learners that wanted to come here, then we could not take them because of maybe infrastructure. We don't have mm -hmm. many classes. But at the moment, yes, the school is growing, but it's not growing rapidly, simply because now we don't have many in infrastructure. But those that are here, they know because we had, we had, we told them what is the vision, so what is expected from them. These learners need to start to be re responsible for themselves. So they know now, for example, now it's, it's still term one, but already they know that there are afternoons, afternoon classes, there are morning classes, also on the weekend there are classes that are compulsory for each and every learner that is doing grade 12, also in doing grade 11. Wow, so focused. The school is like, a, it's running like a well-oiled machine, Abonga, I love it. <laughs> So tell us, in terms of technology, right, how much technology is your school embracing and what technology or technological advancements would you like to see being introduced in rural schools at large? Yes, I think when you talk about technology, that is where aspect whereby we are still failing behind. I think in 2020, when, 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 when there was the COVID-19, uh, it's whereby we started to see the technology being introduced to school. Maybe that is all that is in Eastern Cape rural areas. 
But we're still having a challenge here in rural areas when it comes to technology because of one, the network, also e-cachets. Now, if you talk about the study guides that we get online, then it means your learners must have these gadgets, also must have the data. So we're still having a challenge when we're dealing with that because these learners don't have the gadgets or smartphones. And then if those few learners have these smartphones or these gadgets, they don't have the data. If they have the data, we're having a problem of the network. So I think when uh. it, when you talk about the rural areas, that is the deep, deep rural areas, one of the major problems comes of technology because technology is, is very, is very, is very important to this education system now. And you can see now also the country is moving now to the fourth industrial, whereby everything will now will be done through technology. So we are still failing behind. So we are still using traditional methods of which, yes, they take a lot of time, also a lot of paperwork. But we have to we have to make sure that these learners pass, regardless of that. So when it comes to technology, we are really, we are really still behind. So we would love any assistance when it comes to technology because we know how much it helps when it comes to these learners. Because in 2020, UTB uh, of Eastern Cape gave uh, learners a tablet, and then it was much, much, much easier that year on many things. But now the Department of Education also took those ones, and now this year we don't have, also last year we didn't have so. E-technology is assisting a lot when it comes to learners, but unfortunately for us, we don't have or still use traditional way of teaching. And when you engage the Department of Education there in the Eastern Cape, about why are they not giving back the gadgets? Yes, the problem they say now, they still investigation when it comes to those gadgets, and then also these gadgets now, they don't have uh, they don't have the data, they, they are closed, so they are just useless, and we cannot use them. So it's it, they, they they don't work. So they say those those though they are still investigation based on I think I guess in terms of e tendering that was done back then. Mm-hmm. So in terms of e technology, definitely it's helping, it's assisting a lot, but we're still very 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 behind. Apologies about that. Listen, but listen, against all odds, here you are making a change. Your turnaround strategies have been really impressive. You are assisting those kids from a 0% pass rate when you started with that school in 2019 to a 88.6% in 2021. And we're talking maths and science here. This is really great. Well done, Abuangamze. You are making us very proud. May you continue doing this good work that you're doing uh, in the Eastern Cape and, and for those kids. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, we are hoping also for the best this year, and we are working hard to make sure that uh, we reach up uh, as much as as much as highest as we can. Thank you, Abuna. thank you very thank much. You so much for your time. Very impressive thank young man, 29-year-old Eastern Cape School Principal Abongamze. He's being held a hero after steering his under-resourced rural school from a 28% metric pass rate to a 88.6%.